Hello. Welcome to You Ask, We Laugh. The brother and sister podcast where you ask questions and we attempt to answer them. Now enjoy our newest train wreck of an answer. (laughs) Hello. Hey. What's up? Not much. I'm just laughing at you because you're so frustrated right now. When a story ends beautifully, wonderfully, creatively, and yet technically not ending is frustrating. That's fair. Anyway. I'm so sorry. It is what it is. <laughs> I would still Doesn't re- mean you like it though. I I I both love, adore, and I'm a I, I'm upset at something I still greatly love and appreciate. Yeah, that can happen. Uh, well, hopefully they'll someday come back to it. Won't be soon, but hopefully they go back to it someday. I guess you will find out. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But let's move on to something that our audience actually knows what the fetch we're talking about. I barely know what the fetch you're talking about, but yes, let's go. Fair. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Question. Okay. If there is one book that you think everybody should read, what would it be? Oh, I have an answer. <laughs> oh, you already have an answer. Oh, I want to know now. I want to hear yours first. Mine first? I want to hear yours first. I know this is my question, but I'm actually struggling with it more than <laughs> you okay, are. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> There are several books that I think everyone should read. I think everyone should read the Harry Potter series. I think everybody... You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. I think everyone should read Chronicles of Narnia. Like... Mm, okay. That's a good one. But there's a book series... Well, more like an author. Okay. I'm currently obsessed with. And I have been obsessed with for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Her name is Sarah J. Moss. We've talked about her before. Okay. Um, she were, writes um, YA fantasy romance books. Okay. And they're really good. So is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, what's the series then? Oh, she has three. And oh, they're all oh, okay. equally I, as good. I, uh... <laughs> That's what the I question say. was one book. But I don't know anyone that has one book. There are plenty of single books out there. I did, okay, this isn't necessarily like you have to read this book. Can I say the beginning of a series and say you have to read this book? Because then it will lead you into the series. I I am okay with that loophole. I think everyone should read the Throne of Glass series. It's one of Sarah J. Moss's series. Okay. She has three. I've only made my way through one of them. Is Throne of Glass the first book in the... Throne of Glass is the first book, unless you count the um, prelude. Oh, but preludes are preludes. It's It's still a good prelude, though. Yeah. But you you can start with the first book and not get confused. Well, like could, you you, could you read just the prelude without reading the first book and not get confused? Yeah, I okay. think so. Okay. But yeah, it's really, really good. Honestly. So if you like... So it's fantasy... Um, fiction. Okay. Um, with romance in it. Okay. So the first book, a couple books aren't too terribly bad. Um, like romancy wise it's kind of just like oh this boy is cute like kind of a thing 
Um, some of her other books get very deep into romance. Like, pretty dang deep. So if you don't like that deep of romance descriptions, then you should not. What are you covering? Don't worry about it. Continue your answer. I know what book you just pulled out. Let me see. Anyway, so if you don't like really descriptive, detailed romance stuff, Mm -hmm. this author might not be for you. But like her character building, her world building, everything, you're like immediately engrossed. Okay, so you're you're recommending her based off your belief that she's a really good... Not only just a really good author, but a, a good, like, a genuinely good world builder. Oh, yeah. Char- like, she writes characters well. Characters well. The plot okay. is fantastic. So I was about to say... The books flow tremendously between each other. I was about to say, this sounds more like just a book recommendation rather than this is something that everybody should read and hopefully benefit from. Oh, I think everyone should read it because I love it. But... Okay. I mean, from what you're saying, I don't think there's an end-all, be-all of everyone must read this book besides, like, the Bible. (laughs) But that's just because we're Christians. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, besides that, I don't have, like, a, you must read this book. Like, everyone has to read it. But I think, personally, everyone should read this book because I adore it so much. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you just fall in love with the characters. Okay. And it's just, it's such a natural, like, when they do something stupid, you hate them. Like, if you were to do something stupid, I'd be like, Parker, but is you it, are so stupid. I hate this character because they're stupid, but, <clears throat> or but is you it, still I, love, I, love, I love to hate this character. Both. Kind of like, um, Both. yeah, it's kind of like, um, take Golem or... Like, they're really good characters, yeah. but you love to hate them. Right. It's like Professor Umbridge. Ew. But you love to hate her and to see her suffer. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. I'll give you that. Okay. I'll definitely give you that. Okay. Um, yeah. Pretty much. But then it's just like, I don't know, because it it does so well. Like, I just get so entranced with the books that it's almost like, it's kind of like Harry Potter. Like, it just goes with you after you read it. Like, and you relate things back to it. You want to talk about it all the time with people that have read it and, like, geek out over it with people. Okay. Um, Yeah. Are you saying it's a good fan base, too? Oh, yeah. Okay. Are you kidding? Um, she just released a book from her newest series, like, four months ago. Let's just say all the prices of all her old books went up. Because so many people were buying them. Because of her new book release. Um, she... I'm also just impressed with her as an author. This woman has written... One to two books every year since 2012. Every year. Oh, wow. One to two books. Parker, these are not small books. These are like 500 to 1,000 page books that she writes in a year. One to two in a year. 
Sounds like Brandon Sanderson. It's insane. Brandon Sanderson. My friend was just talking about Brandon Sanderson today. My friends were talking about Brandon Sanderson yesterday, too. Oh my gosh, no way. They literally asked me, like, hey, have you ever read Brandon Sanderson? I looked over at my shelf and the whole shelf That's full of Brandon Sanderson. (laughs) And the book that's lying out with a bookmark in it by Brandon Sanderson. Sanderson. Yeah. Mood. He's such a good author, honestly. I still love that our grandparents knew him. That's Orson Scott Card. Oh, so I told my friend the wrong author today. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, awkward. So, yeah, fun fact, listeners. Our <laughs> grandparents knew the Card family, and they knew little Orson as a little Orson. teenager. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely got the wrong And they author. had no idea what he turned into when, until, I, as a child, I asked for an Orson Scott Card book. And they're like, oh, he writes now? And I'm just like... <laughs> Our yeah, innocent, just a little bit. Yeah. Our innocent grandparents. That have not left the 1980s, probably. Yeah. If the they're only, even the past only, that. Yeah, the only thing they've upgraded is the TV and the camera the grandma used to have. Yeah, fair. Very so. fair. Yeah, yeah, so I... I think for that reason... Um... I just love it. I love her books. Like Sarah J. Moss. I think everyone should read it. I think every a lot of people would really like them. Me and my friend of her talking about it today, actually, after church, which was kind of cool. We started freaking out about it together. And, uh, yeah. I, like, want to talk about it, but I don't want to give too much away. Mm. You know? Yeah. So it's like, once I start going, it's hard for me to stop. But even, like, my friends who are not big fantasy... You know, oh, I should add, Throne of Glass, it's a fantasy romance about an assassin. Fantasy romance about an assassination? Assassin. No, about an assassin. Oh. Like, she is the main character. She is an assassin. Got it. Yeah. Okay. It's great. And, uh, yeah. Sorry, it was a really long pause. Um. <laughs> what? Yeah, honestly, that's really all I have to say because I don't want to say anything else to ruin it. Mm. But I am on her next series, which is, um, called A Court of Thorns and Roses. And it is super good. Um. I will say they are heavier books. Like they are, they are thick books to get through. They are not an easy read, by any means, but they're worth it. So worth it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. I don't think you would like them. Oh, so even though you recommend them for everybody, you would. I don't them for think me? you would like them just because of how nitty gritty romance they get. Hmm. See, I don't mind a little romance, but if that's, like, no, the whole basis... No, it's not the whole basis. I mean, like, there are very specific scenes that could make some readers uncomfortable. Oh. Yeah. I thought it's a YA. Young adult. It's... Actually, it's not a young adult. It's an adult. Is it an adult series? Yeah. I always thought it was a... It's an adult series. Well, at least her... The thing is, is young adult and adult, there's a very thin line. Mm. But there are, 
especially not Throne of Glass, but her other two series, there's some scenes in some books mm. that for some people they would skip pages. Because it's not necessarily like some things that's not vital to the plot, mm. but it's vital for the characters because they're in love and blah blah blah, you know, kind of a thing. It's like one of those things when, like, you're this watching... Is a read with discretion type thing? Yeah, I guess. Okay. If that kind of thing makes you uncomfortable, okay. then yeah. I've always sworn I saw a Throne of Glass, like, in the YA section of, like, Mars and Noble. Well, it depends on which book in the Throne of Glass you're reading. Oh. Because the is first it... couple books are fine. It's the last two that they start to introduce that kind of thing. But then in her other series is when it, like... Oh, It's just okay. there. Yeah. So, for the most part, Throne of Glass is fine. Yeah. Okay. But I, I don't... I think you would like it because you can skip over that stuff. And you're not missing out on anything. Mm. Necessarily. Does that make sense? Yeah. I like guess one of those things that, like... You know when you're watching a movie and it's like the characters just need to kiss? And it's like they finally kiss. It has nothing to do with the plot. But you're like, finally, they kissed. Ray and Kylo Ren from Rise of Skywalker? Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, so, like, does it have anything to do for the specific, like... Plot, yeah, but it has, but it has everything to do with the character building, if that makes sense. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So like you can skip it and not like, not miss anything. Miss out on the plot. Yeah, I could have skipped that scene and not missed out on anything. Yeah. So what I'm so I I still think you should try and read it. What's your name, Ray? Ray who? <sighs> Ray Skywalker. What? I still think you should read it. I think you'd you'd like it if you skip those parts. Okay. But that's also because I know you really well. But I think everyone should do. Okay. And it and like I said, it's more her other series mm. that I get more into that kind of a thing. Okay. Throne of Glass is pretty tame compared to. Okay. So. Other stuff, but yes, ten out of ten, highly recommend. Like even my friends that are not big fantasy people, I'm like do it like read the book because it's good do it do it <laughs> see the problem is every time people say that i i literally think of palpatine's line <laughs> that's do fair because he just it's it's not it's menacing but not it's just this weird palpatine's a great villain yeah that's okay. fair there's a, there's so much i want to say about this book series oh. but if i start it's just gonna be a whole podcast episode of spoilers well maybe we can come back to it then okay potentially so what was, what was the author's name again sarah j moss sarah j moss sarah j moss oh sarah j moss yeah throwing a glass yeah and the loophole being that hopefully when you read the first book you'll finish the series <laughs> got it <laughs> <laughs> no you'll want to finish the series okay because that was what happened to me. A friend recommended it. I'm like, okay, maybe. Oh. Oh, I was sucked into it. Oh, shoot. I can't even. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. Mm. It was great. But I didn't believe them when I, when they told me I'd get sucked into it. I'm like, no, I won't. Mm. Yeah, I did. Right. Are you ready? You're, what? like, sitting here dying. Like, the longer I talk, the more you're dying. I, I so you know, might as well I want to know if you think you know what I'm going to say. You're going to say something about C.S. Lewis. Mm. Either C.S. Lewis or J.R.R. Tolkien. 
and or a mixture of the two of them. They, I don't think they co-wrote anything together. No, but didn't they like... Oh yeah, they were both professors at Oxford at the same time and had a little writing group called the Inklings. That's why both stories have like walking, talking <laughs> trees. They also, both fought not... in, they also both fought in World War I as infantrymen. This is not what I was going to say, but okay. They was called the Inklings. I know, but that's not what I was referring to. Just a fun fact. Weren't they like friends? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what I was referring to. Yeah, Tolkien actually converted Lewis to Christianity. Yeah. 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 That, that kind of so thing. So that's why I said I, I think it's going to be a combination because, I mean, it's also because you pulled out a C.S. Lewis book. Along with a J.R.R. Tolkien essay, so. <laughs> Go ahead. It's probably something people have said a lot, but. Is it Narnia? No, it's not Narnia. Oh, uh, Lord I've... of the Rings? Ish. Ish? The Hobbit. Oh, okay, well then, yeah. The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. Okay. There's mixed feelings on that book. I know a lot a lot of people who don't like The Hobbit because they were forced to read it in school. Mm. See, I feel like the best policy is to give a list of books for people to choose from. And I feel like it's not as bad of a That's time. That's fair, yeah. You know, it, can, it doesn't even have to be a long list. It can literally just be like three or four books. Yeah. Like, as long... Because if there's a choice made, then there's a greater chance of liking it. But if it, it has to be this book... Yeah. Now, I like to read, and I like to read enough to where it, that was never a huge problem for me. Fair. So, like, for instance, people really hate... Uh, there's a few books. There's there. I think I can only think of, like, two books I really hated that I was asked to read. 1984. No. I never actually had to read. I've never read nineteen eighty four. You never had to read nineteen eighty four. I read Animal Form instead. Oh, that's. I feel like bad. either people read Animal Form or they read nineteen eighty four. I read nineteen eighty four. I did not like it, um, because I was forced to read it. Yeah. But I have a good friend who she likes nineteen eighty four. Yeah. I feel like if I read it now. That's where the whole big brother thing comes from, right? I don't remember. Okay. I feel like if I were to read it now, I'd probably like it, like nineteen eighty four. If yeah. I were to like. See, when I read it now I, that I'm older, I'd probably like it. I remember I was... At, I don't remember if it was from a list or something, but I remember reading, like, Fahrenheit 451, and I fucking I love, love that. Fahrenheit 451. Such a great book. I love Great Scott lesson on... He is such he a good author. He did not write that. Yeah, he did. Nine, Fahrenheit 451, that's by Ray Bradbury. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm mixing up people. Yeah. He is also... He Fitzgerald is, wrote The Great Gatsby. Yeah, sorry, I was mixing up authors. Actually, I'll add that to the third book that I did not like that I was asked to read. Greg Gatsby? Yeah, I didn't... I, I didn't mind... It was too mind, creepy. That's fair. I didn't... He had, he had serious yeah, issues that's that fair. he needed a therapist for. I didn't, like, completely mind it, but I wasn't, like, overly thrilled with it. Mm, that's fair. I but did, yeah, I loved Fahrenheit 41. Um, I, I also really liked Anthem. Anthem's pretty good. Did you ever have to read Anthem? I did read Anthem. It's only like a hundred page book. Yeah, it's that's great. probably what made it a little easier to read too. I actually tried reading The Fountainhead, but that was a lot, lot more. That's fair. I actually didn't finish that book. But I also tried reading it for a scholarship essay and that didn't. Oh. It was, it was all for the money. 
Oh, I got the money, money, money. No, no. Okay. Do not start singing pop songs right now. Okay. No, I, I, I also hated the jungle. Uh, I never had Sin- to read the jungle, but Sinclair you Lewis. told me about it. And yeah. It's, we had to read excerpts from the jungle. We never had to read the whole you book. You understood the whole point of the book, yes, right? Yes. Or what the author was trying to get to. Yeah. So that one's an interesting one because the whole point was to, literally the whole point is capitalism is straight up 100% evil. Yeah. And communism is 100% good. Which, unfortunately, yeah, on paper, that's probably true. But reality-wise, unfortunately, it is not. So, but that book did uh, put uh, safety practices in the industry, though. Yes, it did. So it did something good. So I would give... It did indeed. Although that is not what the author really cared about. Because (laughs) by putting in safety practices, that made capitalism less bad. (laughs) He wanted to scrap it, but... Fair. um, Dad liked that book, though. That's fair. I think... I think it was so interesting to dad that he liked it. I feel That's like kind of I feel like, like maybe if I read it now, it wouldn't be. I mean, I never read it in the first place. I just read the excerpts. Yeah. I don't know if it would be as bad, just mm-hmm. because I'm older. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. So what what is your book? Now that we went on a tangent of books, we were forced I already, to read. I already said it. It's, it's oh yeah, the it's Hobbit. The Hobbit. The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien. Yeah. It is a roughly three hundred ish page children's book i've had arguments with people about this and they're like it is technically a children's book i'm like just because it's long doesn't make it not a children's story yeah like that's you know if you mashed all the magic treehouse books together into one volume it's still still a children's book Mm -hmm. you know yeah so um and honestly it's pretty easy going it's not hard to comprehend it I think... I just feel like it's very heavy. Like, there's a lot of places you can go with it. And so they made, you know, three movies out of The Hobbit that are PG-13. Okay. So, like, people look at it and they're like, that's not a children's book. But it it, it is categorized. It was originally written as a children's book. And it still is a children's book. Yeah. Here's here's the thing I remember... But I think think that's why. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you on that. And I actually kind of, if you don't mind, I would like to address this this thing because as you said some people were asked to read it or they had they watched the movies and they're like oh that's not a children's book or whatever to to help understand so you got to understand peter jackson first did the lord of the ring trilogy huge hit won tons of awards like nobody's business right so what did he want to try doing again same he thing. wanted another yeah. trilogy to win a butt ton of awards right and there's this other beloved tolkien book that has that has characters that jump from the Hobbit to the Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, they have transitional characters. Yeah, a lot of transitional characters, all this different stuff. And so, and he not only pulled from the Hobbit primarily, but he also was pulling from the Silmarillion and Unfinished Tales. Right. He was pulling from multiple Tolkien sources that dealt with that, that those few years of Middle-earth history. So, yes, Gandalf did go off with the White Council and kick Sauron out of Dol Guldur. That did happen. Yeah. It doesn't go into detail of exactly what happened, but it did happen. Fair. So, he was doing all that, and it, it's it's kind of like what we talked about in that one podcast episode with, with uh, J.R. or J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Sorry, they both said With J.R.R. Tolkien? Uh, J.K. Rowling, how 
Harry Potter's her masterpiece. Yeah. Peter Jackson needed to understand film-wise that the Lord of the Rings and adapting that which was his masterpiece. People said that it was unadaptable to film. Well, up until that point, and he well, proved them wrong, which is great. It's yeah, a he great did. it's a great movie series. I recommend that movie series to anybody. Um but he tried to beat it. Yeah, he did. With a children's book. He did. And he failed. Because Lord of the Rings is not a children's series. No, it's it's adult. And when I say adult, it's not that it has mature content in it. It's just it violence. Mature. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just heavier stuff. Yeah, that's fair. But The Hobbit is a children's book. But it's one of those children's books that literally anybody could pick up at any age and enjoy it. Yeah, that's fair. And I wanted to pull out some quotes. Funny enough, from a C.S. Lewis from C.S. Lewis because about because they're, they're well, friends. I mean. Talk, it's hard to talk about one and not the other one if the discussion is lengthy enough. Fair. So, and this is the reason, These are, and these are reasons why I I feel think, like you have much better explanations for your book. Because I feel like you can explain your book more without giving away spoilers than I can mine. Without giving away spoilers. Okay. So here's, here's you one. You totally ignored everything I just said. No, I heard what you said. I just want people on the I'm podcast to, get to, to know. Form. I just want people on the podcast to know that I have a lot more to say about my book. I just can't without spoiling it. And I don't want to do that to people. This won't spoil it. I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm upset that you have more to talk about. Well, I guess this comes from being an English major. You know what? Just go. (laughs) So C.S. Lewis wrote an essay entitled On Three Ways of Writing for Children. And one of the quotes I like to give... For recommending children's books to literally any age is that Lewis stated, I am almost inclined to set it up, which, by the way, he was a professor of literature at Oxford. Okay. Just to give him more credential here. I am almost. he needs more. <laughs> I have to have multiple sources. Okay. Or else I don't get A's on my essays. <laughs> I am almost inclined to set it up as a canon that a children's story, which is enjoyed only by children, is a bad children's story. The good ones last. Oh. Dang. Okay. Mm-hmm. And why The Hobbit in particular? It's because since it is so likely that they will meet cruel enemies, let them, children, at least have heard of brave knights and heroic courage. Otherwise, you are making their destiny not brighter but darker. Ooh. Ooh. And I feel like when you're talking about a story about a small hobbit yeah. that comes face to face with a fire-breathing dragon. Yeah. Now, Bilbo didn't kill the dragon. No. But he did face a dragon. And that has just about as much weight as killing a dragon. That's fair. Especially to live to tell the tale. That's also very rare. You know, 80 80 years later. (laughs) 80 years later. It's chill. Yeah. But Lewis also said this, and I'll I'll paraphrase this one. It's it's one of my most favorite dedications to a book. Okay. At the beginning of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Uh Lewis dedicates it to his goddaughter, Lucy. Ooh. Yes. Lucy Pevensey is named after his goddaughter. That's cool. He says, I, essentially he talks about how he set out to write a book for her, but by the time he finished, she was too old for fairy tales. But that hopefully some... See, it's so beautiful. 
But that whole Are you fl- about to cry? It's beautiful, okay? Oh my god. This is C.S. Lewis we're talking about. I know. He says, but hopefully someday you you know, by the time I finish this and years later pass, hopefully someday you'll become old enough to again read children's stories. Mm. And you can read it to me even though I don't I won't be able to see or hear anything anymore. Aw. Yeah. So even though by the time the series really got on her way. She had grown up, but he still had hope that once she was grown up enough. Yeah. Because Lewis also stated that to be very grown up and to desire to be grown up is a very childish thing. Yeah. I can see that. I have a shirt that actually says adulting, one star recommended. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, I've had, I, we, me and Savannah, funny enough, we actually talked to a kid we were actually talking uh, to a good friend of ours is one kid and he's like i'm gonna make a million dollars by the time i'm done and he hadn't quite done the math right obviously and everybody's like oh you know and they were kind of giving him reality he started to get bummed out and he's like he's like this kind of bums me out and i just was like pointing to my shirt <laughs> we don't recommend we it, don't recommend it. <laughs> you're gonna have to do it but we still don't recommend it so fair anyway so that is these are, those are just some quotes that aren't by the author about why you should read The Hobbit. Mm. And honestly, for me, The Hobbit... Now, Dad read me The Hobbit yeah. when I was a kid. He read me lots of stuff before that. Yeah. But The Hobbit, I feel like, is where the love of reading solidified. I mean, it's also probably when I became a nerd. Uh, but... Yeah. It also sparked my really my creativity, my desire to to be a writer, all this different stuff. Fair. And I, I very much am grateful for The Hobbit. Fair. So, I know people had to read it in high school or even junior high or whatever. I think it's one of the few books that are recommended by English teachers because I think just about any English teacher that recommends The Hobbit or, or asks the class to read it yeah, is because they love the book so much. That's fair, yeah. Now, granted, most books that are required reading in schools, especially in American public schools, are required by the district to read. This is true, yeah. But The Hobbit, I think, is a, is a common one that is not required by districts for the most part. Now, I can see some still doing it, yeah. But I think it's mostly because teach, English teachers loved it growing up and they want other people to enjoy it. It's so, possible, yeah. still not the best way. But a way. Really, you should make a list of The Chronicles of Narnia, The Hobbit, <laughs> Chronicles of Byrden. Yeah. That's so, fair. Those kind of books. That way they still get a good, good, fair. good thing where they so can I, see their destiny growing brighter, not darker. Fair. So, yes, that's why people should read The Hobbit. Because I think it's just a simple story yeah. that's a little unique than other fantasy children's stories. That's but fair. But it does a better job of getting across those timeless lessons that everybody should relearn over and over again. That's fair. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to my book for a minute. Okay. Because I thought of some things to say. Oh, yee. I think that people should read the book because it's one of those stories that you get engrossed in. It's one of those books that I think about when I think about reading and, like, escaping from my day. That's a book that I think of. 
Because when I start reading it, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not in my bedroom or wherever I'm reading. I'm, like, in the world 100%. Yeah. And I can think about how it is possible for fairies to be a thing and for, you know, battles to happen and princesses to be, you know, strengthened and to save their kingdoms. And, you know, like, all of that is is possible. Yeah. And I think I think it's that's one reason I like it so much is because you can just escape. Yeah. In it, it's one of those books. Yeah. But. So one of my I'll, I'll say this too. Um, one of my most favorite quotes from The Hobbit is by Thorn Oakenshield at the end. Nice. If more of us valued food and cheer above hoard or gold, this world would be a merrier place. It's a good quote. Yep. Really but it's done in a way that even a child could understand that wealth is not everything. Right. Oh yeah. You you can be you can be you can be dirt poor and still be happy. Yeah. Totally. So. Well, cool. So, I like it. I like this question. At least in the long run. I'm, obviously, there's lots of struggles with that, but. Right. So. Yeah. We Next. should definitely ask our listeners what books they would recommend. Oh, yeah. Like that blanket, like <gasps> always. Can we make rec- a big book read, like a book club of our podcast listeners? I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> I do. I want you to read A Throne of, Throne of Glass and then tell me about it on a podcast. Okay. Next time I come over, I'll borrow it from you. Okay. I have it. Okay. I do indeed. Like on you? Not on oh, me, Oh, okay. No, yeah. But I, I have I know it. you have I'm it. Home. I have the whole series at home. Have you read The Hobbit? Yeah. Okay, you read The Hobbit. Yeah. You liked it. Have I read The Hobbit? You liked it too, right? I like it too. Yeah. It's not like my go-to will reread over and over again book, I'll, but I appreciate it. i a different one. <laughs> I have lots of Tolkien books. I know. <laughs> I See, I, I, I appreciate Tolkien, but I, I can't read him all the time. Actually, I have a book that you can borrow on the way out. Okay. But we'll talk about that later. I think okay. you might actually like it. Anyways. So. I'm done. Yeah, we should definitely, at the very least, ask our listeners on Instagram. I'm done. We'll do it. Or they can email us and give us a whole detailed reason why. (gasps) Give us book recommendations. Do it. We'll read them. We will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always down. I I always go to Barnes & Noble trying to pick out an author that I've never heard of or know anything about. And it's, but it's so you should, hard. Have you ever done, have you ever, to buy the book. have you ever done a blind date with a book at Barnes and Noble? Yeah. I, I have. I gave Savannah a blind date I book. have. They're fun. I found some really good books that way. I've also, I've found a book that I cannot finish because I am so desperately bored. Savannah found a book at Barnes and Noble recently where it's a, it's Disney, it's classic Disney tales, but twisted. Uh, ooh. So what if. Sleeping Beauty never woke up from the oh. kiss. Oh. But instead the prince fell asleep when he kissed her too. Oh. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, the blind date with the book like a is whole... really is really exciting cuz you never know what you're going to get. But I found a wonderful I found a wonderful series doing that. It's really funny because I did that with Savannah and I did that with Savannah and she literally she opened up the wrapping and it was the line that looks in the wardrobe. <laughs> so I, was like, I already have this book, so we have two copies now. Nice. But solid. Alright. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah, let us know. We would love to have book recommendations and 
and get things going. Oh, yeah. But we will talk next week. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you have a question you'd like us to tackle, email us at youaskwelaugh at gmail.com or message us on our Instagram page at youaskwelaugh. Please consider following us on Instagram and leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. It seriously helps us a ton. See you next week for another fun and glorious train wreck.